we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing on My Two Cents. I always tell you guys we cannot go through life without something hurting us, someone hurting us, things going wrong. We taking things wrong at different times, right? And when you are healing from traumatic events, you have to go from the 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 mindset of survival right to being vulnerable and that can be hard to go from being in a survival mode or a don't care mode to being vulnerable and getting in touch with your feelings and why things happen the way it did and what happened and who was involved and who you have to release and what you need to do to move forward to bring in more positive outcomes right to notice red flags to continue to be a good person it all take steps and time to heal healing can be very messy right because now you're getting in touch with your vulnerable side you are acknowledging what went wrong your part in doing wrong did you love yourself enough to walk away right or did you have no choice but to endure or see traumatic events as you grew up or if you were in certain environments a lot of times we like to push different things back right and sweeping under the rug but when you are emotional healing you're bringing up all that hurt and pain you have to face it right and learn how to move forward in a positive way so with that being said i will be speaking on processing trauma because like i said we have so many goals we got life we have to work most of us have kids or husbands and wives or family we have to tend to, and we look at it as a thing in the past, but those traumatic memories always come back up and sometimes at the wrong time, right, in our present moment. If we haven't started working towards steps of changing the way we see the traumatic event, why we had to go through such a traumatic event, right, and why did this happen and sometimes we have to put ourselves in the abuser's shoes or if we were the abusers put ourselves in the victim's mindset right to put everybody opinion and and things that happen and how everybody was viewing different things and that can be hard it can be painful it can cause grief right it can cause anger it can cause sadness but when you're trying to restore your joy restore your heart back to a place of love being open-minded and you're trying to grow mentally spiritually and physically you have to acknowledge and process your trauma correctly instead of sweeping it under the rug or acting like it never exists because it will continue to come back up. So I will be speaking on processes uh, of how to process your trauma 
in the correct way. We all have to face some trauma. We all have to face some things that was not right in our life and acknowledge it. Acknowledgement is the first step to healing, but we can always move forward, right? And some memories will never go away. Some pain and wounds that we endure from traumatic events or things that didn't happen that we wanted to happen will never go away. But that don't mean that we can't move forward, right? And have a future hope. So we always want to hold on to our hope, whether people around us believing that we are changing or we can change or not. We believe we change. And I always tell you guys to add God in your emotional healing process. You have to pray every day, read your Bible, right? Listen to some motivational speeches or different things of that nature. Anything that's positive, right? To get your mind, your spirits, and your joy back, right? To a place of contentment and knowing that you can move forward. You are not what happened to you. You are not your past, right? If you have decided to heal and move forward and dream again and be a positive, different person, it takes steps to get there. But the first thing is acknowledging things went wrong, acknowledging things need to change and processing your feelings in the correct way so that it won't come out wrongly on the wrong person or you won't doubt yourself or not have self-love for yourself or other people. And you can't have that unless you first acknowledge it and start making changes toward doing better and getting better setting up boundaries knowing red flags and other people right that you are around or the same people you are around being able to voice your opinion not in a way that you're belittling and putting people down right but just bringing to acknowledgement this is wrong in the way that you are speaking or thinking of me i am on a different level i'm trying to change i hope you try to change right there's a lot of different situations that we have to work out and make peace with so i'll be speaking on processing your trauma you guys know i am a woman of god so i will be speaking on hagar we know sarah and abraham were married right and god promised them a son but because they felt like god was taking too long in comes hagar right the woman that was like the maid, the slave of the household, cleaning the household. And Sarah convinced her husband to have a baby with Hagar. And then just a whole bunch of traumatic events happened after that. So Hagar had to process her trauma. She had to go from survival to trusting into God and to believing in God and believing in herself, right? But it was a whole traumatic event that she had to process. And I'm sure Sarah had to process it all too, right? Even though she was the one that convinced her husband and thought of it was a good idea, but when it happened, right, she she took it all back. She reacted in anger. So that was a traumatic event for all of them. So I will be speaking on Sarah and Hagar traumatic event and how they had to process their feelings and move forward. We all get into some tough situations and relationships and careers and neighborhoods and family, right? But we have to learn how to process it correctly so we can move forward in peace. What has happened cannot be changed, right? But we can change the future of our life. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on processing your feelings, processing your trauma in the correct way. Stay tuned. Oh. So the song says, 
Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. still being slain. God, we believe, yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Again, I want to thank you guys for joining me for this episode of Processing Your Trauma. We all have had trauma in our life, but when you have been through multiple multiple traumatic experiences or you have carried trauma for a long time, it will shape the way you see yourself. It can claw at your, your worldly views, right? And you think of others in negative ways because you feel like that's all you have experienced from your trauma. So this is why you why you got to heal your beliefs. You have to change your beliefs and all of that takes time, right? Because everybody is not the same. Every situation is not the same. And some people do make mistakes, right? It's not intentionally to harm you, but sometimes we take it that way, right? Because we've been through or been around people who intentionally tried to cause harm to come our way. And that is just not how some people be thinking right but we will look at them as like the person that hurt us or the normal people we have been around and some people are different right sometimes God will put people with different personalities maybe a similar experience but it's a mistake because they don't know what traumatic events that you have went through and they're not looking at you in a negative way you haven't voiced your opinion about your boundaries right or what has bothered you and no one is quick to open up right to anybody especially after dealing with trauma so when you are processing your trauma if you like to write right you want to start with one traumatic event at a time write down what really hurt you right why did you feel that way you want to come up with a blog and if you don't blog we have a lot of things with voice recording right i know i used to write down a lot of painful uh, memories and then tear up the paper and throw it away. However you want to start processing your trauma, you have to get the painful ones out, right? And do it one step at a time. You cannot heal every traumatic event or everything that went wrong at one time. So when you start with one at a time, you want to write it down. You want to give everybody a fair chance, especially new people, right? We do know that spirits travel and people can be just like the other people you have experienced in life, but not everybody is like that. So this is why you want to give people a fair chance. You do want to set your boundaries and let them know with certain things I don't like, right? You get that out in the opening first, because if you give people an inch, they will take a mile. And if you don't get it out in the opening, what your trigger is, right? Or how you 
would like to be addressed or talked to so and you are doing the same way in a respectful peaceful manner or you can joke about certain things certain things trigger you if you don't bring that up to a conversation so when you are healing you are first trying to be more communicative with people, right? Because you know that everybody don't understand your trauma or what you have been through or what you are healing from. And I know it's hard to open up to people, like I just said, when you've been through traumatic events, when you feel like you can't trust the world, sometimes you doubt your own self, right? Sometimes you doubt your intuition or the thing you know what's right to do, but you questioning yourself all the time. Traumatic memories have you going through PTSD. That is not strange, right? A lot of people go through post-traumatic stress disorder from after dealing with traumatic events. So after the first step is writing it down, the next step is um, ruminating, reminding your brain that it is okay, right? You are getting out of survival mode that has passed already. That event has passed. You do go back and think on what has happened, but you look at what went wrong, what could have went different, right? And you want to apply that knowledge to your future relationships and where you are at now. You want to take control of your life and learn how to cope with your trauma and not take out your trauma on everybody. Because like I said, everybody is not the same. When you're coping with trauma, you are reminding yourself it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad sometimes, right? Right? It's okay to acknowledge that things went horribly wrong, but sometimes things have to go horribly wrong so we can get it correct, right? So when you're coming, when you're processing your trauma, you're coming back to a place of self-love and you're taking steps of acknowledgement. You're learning how to talk and conversate with other people, right? You're giving people a fair chance. You're writing down how you feel and what went wrong or you're voicing it, right? You're speaking out about trauma, right? And what hurts you, whether it's to a group of trusted people, whether it's to your family, whether it's to a therapist, whether it's to a life coach, right? And you're trying to move forward. Now, what can I do to go in a positive direction and not a negative one and be stuck in this pain and this hurt? Because the truth of the matter is some pain will never go away. Also, when you're processing your trauma correctly, you are reminding yourself that it's okay to move forward, right? That you are in a safe environment now. You don't always have to be in survival mode where you have to fight everything. Now, you know, I can walk away from certain things. I have spoke on it. I have wrote it down. I have put up my boundaries. And if no one is respecting that or people see them, the trauma in a different way. You don't have to always argue your case, right? You know that now that I invite God into my healing process, I can pray about it. Yes, it hurt me deeply, right? You acknowledging that to yourself. And like I said, if you have to cry, cry. But then you also want to write down steps on how to move forward. What goals are you working on next? Not just all the painful, right? What are you going to do in the present? You are enjoying the present moment because the past keep you stuck 
and going back to the past. You want to say, where am I at in the present? What can I do to bring joy in my life in the present, right? I'm, I'm working on eating healthy or taking my vitamins or I'm, I'm, I'm going out in the public. I'm not ashamed of anything I have been through. It was a learning lesson. You are starting to view your trauma and different things that has happened to you differently, right? It may have been painful, but you survived it, right? You realizing that everybody is not the same. And even if you come across some similar situations, you know how to leave quicker right than to stay lingering around and waiting on change when no one is showing you any change another thing you do when you're uh processing your trauma you want to listen to some positive music right we do know that certain music we listen to it describes our trauma and that's okay right because sometimes you want to feel like somebody else understands but after you listen to that negative music or the the, the situation that brought you to those feelings you want to get to around some positive music or do something positive that's going to lift up your spirit and have you thinking that i can go on that i can move forward that things happen in life, right? You also want to process, like I said, if you were the abuser or, or or the victim, how other people took it, were they healed, were they taught a different way, were they taught how to love, were they taught how to compromise. It's not making excuse for people, right? But it'll make you forgive them quicker because we know forgiveness is a key to healing and it takes a time to forgive people, right? Especially depending on how bad they hurt you. But if you got to pray about it a million times to ask God to help you forgive certain people, that don't mean you have to reconnect with those people. Certain uh, memories, certain painful events, right? You will never want to see those people again because you gave your heart to them and they did you some type of way. But you have to realize that everybody is open to change. We know Jesus died for all of our sins. Not everybody is going to want to change, but some people may realize in the future that, hey, I could have reacted differently or, hey, that was wrong. I did. You never know what they were at and they mindset and maybe they are waking up to hell and we pray they do, but we're not focusing on those who have hurt us. We're trying to process our feelings if we have to go out and take a walk before we respond to something that has come our way um to to disturb our peace if we have to count to 10 right if we have to do deep breaths a lot of people do meditation a lot of people you know go out to the gym and exercise some people get into sports right they let go of that anger in boxing or in sports and wrestling whatever you feel like that can help you release painful angry events and, and turning it into a positive thing because when you get into sports right you are healing your body right getting your body physical fit when 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 you are speaking and listening to positive music right you are bringing your mind to a place of calmness and peace when you are writing down what happened right you are letting it out it cannot stay stuck and hidden in your heart because you don't want to take it out on the wrong people so those are some steps to processing your trauma it's a lot of different ways we can process our trauma correctly instead of 
reacting wrongly on the wrong people. And like I said, it does take time. And if you react wrongly, no one is perfect, right? You want to be able to apologize to the person that you have reacted wrongly to because maybe you had the wrong misconception of them or maybe it looked like it was the event that remind you of something that happened to you in the past and it could have been a totally different event or even if it was the same type of spirit or the same type of personality that you recognize and you left give yourself a clap on the back right because you left sooner than later and you know that certain things can get worse if you stay around certain environments certain people who are not trying to compromise with you right who is not trying to acknowledge your feelings who is not trying to be loving and understanding standing towards you. You have to remove yourself from those type of environments and around those type of people and get around people who are trying to compromise, people who are trying to be understanding, people who do have respect and love for you. And that takes time because you have to love yourself. When you process in trauma, you're coming back to a place of self-love, of understanding of you and everybody in the situation and how you're going to move forward from there. So with that being said, after this commercial break, I will be speaking on Hagar and Sarah, the two women that was in Abraham's life, right? That had the process trauma and a baby came out of this situation that hurt the original wife, which was Sarah, right? Because, but even though it was her idea, it hurt her feelings. It made Hagar feel you know, maybe she didn't even want her child at the time because she did this and look how the outcome came in. But God is a healer, right? God stepped in and turned everything around to work for everyone's good. When you add God in your emotional healing, even if it's not going well now, one day it will go well, right? You just have to keep living and trusting God. Even if you were the one who made the mistake, right? God is a forgiving God. People may not forgive you, but God God will forgive you. And if you start working on trying to do the right things, right, God will bless you too. Like we will see with the story of Hagar and Sarah. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on the women of God, Sarah and Hagar. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor. Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show on the steps of 
processing emotional pain, traumatic memories. And like I said, some of them would never go away, right? And they show up at the darnest time when you are trying to move forward, when you are trying to have an open mind, when you are trying to heal for what didn't happen, what did happen, who have betrayed you, what went wrong. It's a lot of different situations that cause us emotional turmoil. And if we stay stuck in our head in our heart about it, right? We cannot have hope for a better future or a better us. So with the steps I spoke on with processing your trauma, if you're not a writer, then you can read books as well. Like I said, music is healing for the soul. It either speaks of your situation. It lets you know how you can come out of your situation. Some music gives you hope, right? So I love music. If you are a music fan, music talks to you, right? And you know that people understand what you are going through, what you have dealt with, or how you are hoping for God to move in your situation or hoping to meet the right people. It's a lot of different songs out there, right, that can speak to our trauma. And another step I spoke on is being able to voice your opinion, not to look down on nobody, but sometimes you want to let people know that they have hurt you, right? And if you are afraid to speak and communicate right away, you want to start writing it down, right? This is what hurt me. This is what happened. This is how I feel about myself. But you don't want to stay in those negative thoughts. The ugly truth does have to come out, right? So healing can begin, a new beginning can begin. And you just never know when you open up to certain people, how many other people can relate to the things that you have endured or went through or are going through now. But no one will ever know, right? If you stay silent about it, if you keep the hurt and and pain in your heart if you're always reacting angrily. Now, those who have started working on their emotional healing journey, right? We can tell when someone is hurt and needs to heal or dealing with insecurities because it's all the things that we had to overcome and do ourselves. So this is why I do this emotional healing podcast. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to speak on the women of God. Sarah, which was Abraham's wife, and Hagar, right, which was Sarah's like maid or slave back in the day. Back in the day, you know how we have maids now come help us clean up or we have people that babysit our kids. We always need a helping hand. They needed helping hands back in the day as well. So Abraham was the chosen of God. We do know God favored Abraham because he stepped out on faith, right, and left his friends his family, his country. He just went off the word of God to go where God was telling him. He had no idea where he was going, where this new city or state was going to be, what he was going to face. He just trusted in God that God will provide for him. God will protect him and God will lead him where he needs to be. 
That is crazy faith, right? So this is why Abraham is the father of all nations because nobody believed God like Abraham. Now, you know, uh, people say, if God tell you to go somewhere, people these days, right, they want to know where, how I'm going to make it, what, where I'm going to live, what I'm going to do. Abraham didn't ask God none of those questions. He believed if God said it, God would do it and God will provide. And this is how God is trying to get us to have faith, right? If he tell us to forgive someone, if he tell us to let go of hurt and pain, and God knows it's going to take us time, especially on certain environments we were raised in, right? Or if we were a kind person when we really didn't want to be and we became a kind person and the people we were kind to or did everything for hurt us, right? That takes a lot of healing and time and you need God to help heal your heart and give you a new mindset. Now, sometimes we rebel against God, right? And we have to stay stuck and stagnant when we can just do the process of healing, of praying, of trusting God is our vindicator, not wishing evil on people wishing that they heal too and that even takes steps to forgive right especially according to how devious or hurtful some people did you so i'm not saying this is an overnight process and emotional healing takes time but you can move forward and look at your situation as a survivor and not a victim as you start taking steps toward positive directions letting go of the hurt and pain little at a time when those memories come up if you have to cry if you get angry all over again that is okay right but take time if you can take some time to do that and go on don't waste days weeks months thinking and dwell on dwelling on it because it's messing with your physical health, your mental health, and your other relationships. You can be no good for nobody else if you're not good for yourself. We all need time to cry. We all get angry at something, right? But we want to set aside a time. When that time comes, we never know when those painful memories come up, right? Or when it will remind us of the hurt we went through. So with that being said, as I speak on Hagar and Sarah and Abraham, like I was just speaking of, so Hagar was Sarah's servant, right? She was her helpmate. And God had promised Abraham and Sarah a baby and said they child will be, you know, uh, the leader of all the nations. They're going to start all the kids, right? But they were so old, they waited a long time. And sometimes we got to wait a long time on God promises. We think God is too late, but he's right on time. Abraham was about 86. We don't know how old Sarah was, right? She the one that laughed at God when he told her she was going to have a baby because she like, I'm in an old age. What good can come out of me? How can I bear a baby? But God is creator of all things. So in her mind, she like, well, Sarah is young. I want a child before I die. God told me this a long time ago that I was going to bear a child. Now, God has been faithful. He did bless us. He did give us finances. He did put a roof over our head when we left our family and our friends. But this baby haven't come. We're getting old. So I have a slave girl, a maid that's willing to bear my baby, but they didn't have artificial insemination back in the day, right? So she told her husband, Abraham, to go sleep with Hagar. So Hagar would bear their baby 
and several will raise it as her own. But Hagar got boastful, right? How many times when we swallow our pride and we try to be humble and compromise and we run around, go around people that we have lifted up, that we have blessed, that we have told that they can be something. And instead of them being grateful for being connected with you, right? A, a person that encouraged them and influenced them and thought of them worthy. Hagar, she let that go to her head and she developed a spirit of pride. So then she started being mean to Sarah, the one who counted her worthy to have that baby, to live in her house, to, to feed her and do different things for her because now she had slept with her husband. When you involve sex in anything, right? Even if you don't want to, sometimes that's how soul ties come right now. Hagar and her man thinking now, Abraham loved me. Ain't no telling what all she was thinking, right? But all of a sudden she got into competition with the wife who who counted her worthy of having a baby and was going to leave, let her live in a house and, and raise the baby as her own because they had got old. But she started getting mean towards Sarah. So Sarah went to her husband and blamed him after it was her idea for him, for her to sleep with her, her, her slave, her servant, um, Hagar. So he said, well, do what you want to do with her. You know, you are my wife. I love you and I love you only. That was just the sex thing to me. You know, men can take their feelings and emotions out of sex. Women are the one that make it an emotional thing because it is an emotional thing. You are letting somebody in your womb. So Hagar, instead of her looking at it like this was a one-time thing, I'm having a baby for them because they are old. She thought, no, I can be wife, right? I can replace the wife and now I have all the power because she, she can't have the baby so I got the baby so it all turned out wrong right they had to process this traumatic event I don't know how the baby was gonna think when they came in so Sarah started treating her back mean and took her power back to let her know no I was always head of this household I was always his wife his first pick I brought you in the picture and this is how you gonna act so Sarah treated her so mean, ain't no telling what she was doing. Maybe she took her clothes. Maybe she stopped paying for her. Maybe she threatened to put her out all the time. But Hagar ran away, and it was a, a servant of the Lord, right? An angel that came to Hagar because she was crying so bad. She knew she had got into this traumatic event, and she probably questioned herself and started feeling down about herself, right? Like, why would I think that I can compete with her? Why did I think that this man will want me too like he wants? and his wife. This was a messed up idea. So, you know, sometimes you got to get humbled by your situation to know that you are not in control. Instead of looking at things from, from an open mind and knowing that this was wrong, all in the beginning, I wouldn't even say it okay to nothing like that because feelings was going to get into it. Women can be catty. Men are going to go with the, where their heart is. So with Hagar, going through that right god sent his angel to to go talk to her and tell her to go back to sarah right and 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 be her maid again but be kind to her because she was in her old age the baby was never promised to hagar but since she was pregnant god promised to bless Hagar's son. Now he told her she was going to have a son, but he fit, spoke bitter things over her son because the baby was not made out of good, 
you know, good deeds or what, who God had promised this baby to. God promised the baby to Sarah. Hagar had the baby because they came up with their own plan. Hagar got disrespectful to the chosen one of God and his family. Sarah retaliated back. So not only did she have a son and now she had to go live with this traumatic event. They had to process this whole traumatic thing um, Sarah, I mean, Hagar, now a son was spoken over with all type of, you know, negative things spoken over him. Not negative, but it was basically very negative, right? God said, when you birth this baby in the world, that this baby will have people fighting him. He will fight people, right? He will be a problem child because of how the baby came about, because of your disobedience to the chosen one of God. So sometimes... Sometimes things have to go terribly wrong in order for God to step in, right? To make things go right. When we get outside of ourselves and do things that we want to do without thinking of the consequences, what the involvement of other people's feelings would be, right? Things do go wrong. But when we add spiritual wisdom, spiritual teaching in our lives and in our environments and how we interact with others with being love, kind, and compassionate, right? Things go right. Because they didn't have the patience, because they didn't believe God, because Sarah probably didn't believe in herself with her being an old age and and we can't blame her, right? That is a miracle that only God could create. But when you're thinking in a logical sense instead of a spiritual sense in certain situations, you can come up with a conclusion that it's not even right. So this is why I always tell people you have to add God in your emotional healing. Because when you're reading the Bible, when you're getting spiritual teaching right, you can see certain situations, certain troubles, certain things ahead of time, right? Because God give you that wisdom and you will know to make better choices, right? Or to think before you decide to react or act on certain things. But that all takes time. This was a harsh lesson that all of them had to learn how to process their trauma. They all had to come back together as one and treat each other how they were supposed to treat each other with the love and respect before the the anger, the bitterness and everything went wrong. Now that's what you call a restoration of relationships, right? God restored the relationships. Everybody got back on the right track and the right path. So when we're trying to restore relationships, opportunities and careers, we have to remember we have to be compassionate we have to be understanding we can't be so judgmental we have to add the wisdom in the things that we have been taught spiritually and through experiences in our new experiences in relationships and careers to know to be kind to be considerate to consider other people feelings right to be respectful to other people and that does take time like I said if you were raised a certain way or you grew up a certain way or you've been around a certain environment, a certain mindset, you have to have an open mind when you're coming with emotional healing. Everybody is not the same. Everybody is not going to think the same, but we all supposed to come together in love and understanding and being a helping hand to one another. So with that being said, this is the end of my show. If you want to find out the rest of the story of Hagar, Sarah, and 
Abraham. It is in the book of Genesis. The Bible has so many, not so much knowledge and so many experiences that we all still experience to this day. So many overcomers, so many people who walk by faith, so many people who made terrible mistakes and God still used them when they decided to change their mind to be a positive person, to be a loving person, to consider other people, to care about other people and not just themselves. So when you are processing traumatic memories, you have to kind of consider everybody emotions and feelings that's involved in whatever situation and not just your own. Even if they were the abuser, right? Like I said, you don't have to connect back with people who did hurtful things to you, but you do have to forgive them and work on forgiving them and realizing that they wasn't trained or they wasn't taught, or maybe that was something that they was taught how to be and they haven't healed as of yet. That don't mean you have to connect back with them, right? Some relationships God bring back together, like he brought, hey, God, Sarah and and um Adam, I'm not Adam. Hey, God, Sarah and Abraham back together to live life together how they were supposed to live it. Now, God does restore relationships, but we got to be open to what God is trying to do. Now, if you don't want to connect back with certain people who have hurt you, you do want to work on forgiving them and keeping your heart and your intentions pure and just being open for whoever God is bringing into your life. Not thinking of negative, not thinking that it's going to be a repeat of the same situation that that you went through through your trauma giving everybody a fair chance you do recognize signs from different things you have been through right and if you recognize it and you're not getting a good feeling off of certain people or you feel attacked or you feel like you're going through a certain situation you know right to withdraw from that situation but if you see that people just make a mistake because you haven't opened up about your trauma or what your boundaries was or how you were a offended by certain things somebody might have said or done. Some people will fix it, right? You never know. And I do know when you endure trauma, it's hard to trust and give people a chance. But this is what God is telling us to do, to walk out on faith and give everybody that come across your path a chance, right? A fair chance. If the, if it's a similar situation that was hard for you, then you know to leave earlier more than later because it's going to get worse. But if y'all can compromise and work things out and come to a, a, a agreement, then you never know what, what beautiful relationship or environment you can be in. With that being said, this is the end of my show for today. I will see you guys next week on next week's podcast. If you need a life coach or a spiritual coach, you can book me on keepmedifferent.com. I also sell clothing, shoes, coats, home decor, a host of different things. You can also buy that at keepmedifferent.com. God bless.